Hi, thank you for joining me today. This is Doug Beecham. In this podcast, I want to continue talking to you about some of the foundational issues and future issues related particularly to the International Pentecostal Holiness Church. As we move forward as a place of hope and a people of promise, we move forward with Arise 2033. If you're just picking up this podcast for the first time, I encourage you to go back and pick up the previous uh, three podcasts that sort of laid a foundation for this. In the last podcast, I talked a little bit about how do we move forward over the next uh, number of years towards 2033. And one of the things that I emphasized was that we've got to remain committed to our core values. And uh, that begins with scripture, of course. As we move, sort of giving that as a foundation, uh, we need to also be people who are able to be very flexible. We live in a time of major change. Uh, And when you read global history, uh, changes occur much more slowly than they change, than than they occur now. I just, uh, on the last few weeks, just finished reading a blog post by a Canadian pastor named Kerry Newhoff. Uh, He had been invited to go down and speak in Austin, Texas at an event called South by Southwest. And I think he said there were about 17,000 people there from all over the world. And one of the things that goes on in this conference, it's not a religious conference particularly, it's, it's really oriented towards what's happening in the world, what's happening in technology, what are, what are the future issues before us. He wrote some about uh, how, how do we pastor, how do we minister uh, in, in the kind of world in which we live. And if you get a chance, go look at his blog. Uh, you can find him on Twitter, at Kerry Newhoff. And uh, it, he's, he's really a pretty engaging communicator. One of the things he describes uh, in that particular blog post of the lessons he learned there was some insights about just about the rapidity of change, particularly how technology is changing so quickly around us. Uh, he talked about a phrase I had not heard before, a phrase called deep fake, deep fake. And uh, you can put that in YouTube, and there's a YouTube video that'll come up that'll tell you about it. It's actually pretty scary. Any, any figure, uh, just the capacity now with technology to literally put words in their mouth that they don't think and that they don't say. And, and the capacity for total, uh, not only miscommunication, but worse than that, total lies. It's really got a 1984-ish feel to it of, uh, of what the world is coming to. Uh, he makes reference to that in there. Now, one of the things we had to remember as followers of Jesus is don't be afraid. We don't live in this world fearful, wanting to escape. We live as disciples of Jesus, bringing the good news of, of, of the kingdom of God and of, of not only of personal salvation, but of God's righteousness that's going to be extended to this entire, to this entire planet and the entire cosmos. Well, this thing about change and all. Bridges, in, in this book, Managing Transitions, Bridges draws a distinction between change and transition. Change is what's going on around us all the time. We, 
we can uh, actually do very little to affect that for the most part. Uh, it, it just happens. It's the way life is. And what we can control is how we respond to it. That's called transition. My response to change is called transition. He breaks transition down into three categories. I'm, I'm just going to hit them real quick. All transition occurs with an ending. Something is coming to an end. It may be the way we've been doing church. It may be the way we've been living our lives. Something has to come to an end. It's either forced upon us by changes from the outside, or we recognize that we need to make changes and stop doing some things. Something comes to an end. Often, there's a grief process in that because something is not going to continue. It might have been very, very good for its time, but it's no longer there. We, in the church, sometimes we call them sacred cows. And it's, there comes a time when the cow either has to get killed or the cow just dies. But it, there's an ending that occurs. After that ending, there's this period that he calls the neutral zone. The neutral zone is an interesting period, and we don't like being there because it's usually full of anxiety. We don't know where we're going to end up. There's, a, there's uncertainty. There's, anxi- there's this real anxiety that occurs here. But it's essential that we don't run past this too quickly. We need, we need first of all, that period of anxiety in the neutral zone. That's the first phase of it. And, and that, that uh, period there will, will generate uh, our fears. It will bring to the surface any number of conflicts, all kinds of things that we've managed to hide under the normality of something that's coming to an end. But in that neutral zone, in that anxiety period, the Holy Spirit is actually at work. There are opportunities there. We don't need to, to cut short that process. The second thing that occurs in the neutral zone is creativity. There comes a time when the hidden work of the Holy Spirit that occurs in the periods of anxiety begins to be made manifest in the periods of creativity. New ideas come forth. Uh, people begin to think outside the box. People begin to realize, okay, we have an opportunity for something new. It's out of the creativity that there is movement towards what is actually the end of transition for that phase, which is actually a new beginning. And that new beginning will begin the next cycle of what occurs in change in transition. I think that's, uh, to a large extent, where we are as, uh, as servants of Jesus, uh, particularly in the Western world, as we're trying to serve in the 21st century. I thought about the fact that uh, for a lot of us, uh, we, were, uh, we were born in the 20th century. Much of our education uh, occurred in the 20th century. The music that shapes our, life, our lives, the books that we read, uh, what it was to grow up uh, in the 1960s and 70s and 80s, that still shapes our lives. But the 21st century is very different. Uh, When I watch my grandchildren, uh, who are very, very young, operate with iPhones and iPads, it dawns on me they're wired differently than we are. Uh, They're basically, you know, we all still have the same basic human emotions, but they are thinking differently. They're processing information differently. 
and they they are growing up with a speed of change and transition that it's taken a lot of us a lot of time to get ready for. We've got to recognize that there's a time that God is at work in bringing new leaders to the surface. This was another point that Newhoff made out of his experience at South by Southwest, that younger leaders, we have a tendency to say to them, okay, you got to wait your turn, etc." No, they're not going to wait their turn. In fact, they shouldn't be made to wait their turn. It's time for them to come to places of influence, greater influence. Yes, do they need mentoring? Do they need uh, time for maturing, etc.? Of course. But we need to make sure that we're listening to their voices. And here's one of the reasons why. Number one, we believe God's Holy Spirit is working in every generation. Number two, they're the ones who are going to live their lives in most of this century. Those of us who are, who are much older in life, uh, the 21st century really doesn't belong to us. You walk through a cemetery and you start looking at the dates of when people died, when they died in that century. Well, that's, uh, those dates, unfortunately, for different ones of us, might come a little quicker than we want, but it's certainly going to show to the vast majority of us, it's going to show the first half of, of the 21st century. A younger generation is going to be uh, having lives of influence that extend well into the 21st century. So it's imperative that uh, this be one of the things we learn to deal with. We learn that change is occurring around us rapidly. We learn what it is to walk faithfully with hope through transition. Some things are ending. God's at work in the process of anxiety and creativity, and new things will come our way. Thanks for listening.